Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about loneliness and COVID loneliness in particular, and health anxiety, because it's all coming to a head. We've been in this COVID time for over a year now, and so we're looking at it from new eyes. And what I have for you today is an email that was asking some questions around this. So I thought it would be good to share with everyone, with the writer's permission, of course. And so we're going to read another email today. And this one, strangely enough, is from Karen, a different Karen, but Karen again. And so I'm going to read the email and then I want to go through it point by point because there's a lot here that I can address because I get emails a lot about different health anxiety, COVID, loneliness, and this question that came up really gave me an opportunity to tie it all together for you. So here we go. Here's the email from Karen. Hi, Gina. I'm struggling with something lately that I'm wondering if there is a way to address it on your podcast. I have been working from home for a year. I have not done anything with friends or family, and the isolation is really starting to affect me. Loneliness has a huge effect on our health. In our recent counseling session, we discussed my current health issues and the fact that I am not going to be getting the vaccine. That said, the one thing that makes me happy is riding my bike. In order to do that this year, I have to get a new bike seat. In order to do that, I have to go to the bike shop and to be fitted for one, which makes total sense. But here is where the anxiety comes in. I have been so careful this year. How can I actually allow myself to wear a mask and go to this appointment and not be terrified? I realize that I can't control everything, and I can only do everything I can to feel safe from my standpoint. I also know the benefit of getting my bike fixed should outweigh the risk of a 60-minute appointment. But do you just feel the fear and do it anyway? And then she goes on to give example number two. I was asked to be on a committee for our condo association because there are some real issues with the board and management company. These people want to get together and meet at our clubhouse some evening. It would be just three of us for now, and we would wear masks. But again, I have not spent time with anyone else in a year. How do I let go enough to begin living my life again and not let fear take over. Are others experiencing this? If not, maybe let me know and you and I could discuss it one-on-one. Thank you for all you do. Be well, Karen. Well, Karen, we're going to do it here on the show. So I really want to address a number of those questions that were in there. So I thank you for sending your questions and your concerns are not out of the ordinary and you are not alone. In 2021, I have to say this is really 
normal questioning. And I'm happy to address it here for you and for everyone who has sent other emails going around the same type of issues. I get a lot of email asking these questions, so I know this will be helpful for many of you that are listening. All right, Karen, back to your email. And the part I want to start with is the loneliness. So loneliness versus being alone is what I want to talk about. Yes, loneliness can have an effect on our health. You are absolutely right. And that is almost a bigger problem this year, right, than it was previously, because we seem to have less control over whether we are feeling lonely or not. But first off, loneliness and being alone are two completely different concepts. And I want you all to be aware of that. So you are not putting yourself in a loneliness category when you don't need to be. So in an article in Mind Body Green, Dr. Margaret Paul provides this explanation. She says, loneliness is the feeling you get when you want to connect with someone such as your partner, and either there is no one to connect with, or your partner is unavailable for connection. And also in another article writing for Psychology Today, Dr. Egaltine Jewel Danier notes that being alone is the physical state of not being with another individual, might it be human or animal, while loneliness is a psychological state characterized by a distressing experience occurring when one's social relationships are self-perceived to be less in quality and quantity than desired. In other words, it's when the social contact you have at a given time isn't fulfilling for you. So you see here, this a lot of self-perception that goes on here. So we can see that the place for our self-perception is where we want to put a little focus. What is it that we are perceiving from our situation? the lack of being around others. How are we viewing that? And I have found that taking a good look at your beliefs around connection and what your values are can be very enlightening and offer you some new perspectives on how your own situation is playing out. Or are you dragging around old beliefs that have not been reassessed in a long time? It can be really helpful to take a good, non judgmental look at your situation. Now, Karen says, How can I allow myself to wear a mask and go to this appointment and not be terrified? This is an interesting question in that Karen has been self quarantined long enough that it feels terrifying to do anything else. Of course, this is going to be a very individual question and answer, but let's throw out some more questions to see if Karen and those of you who are struggling with this fear can gain a new perspective, one that may give some of the anxiety thinking set aside. So here's some questions we can ask. Can you recall times that you've gone to shops or banks or been okay doing that? Because I know you've must be doing something. And can you bring up those times that you've gone to either take care of some business at a bank, 
or gone shopping to buy groceries or something along those lines. See if you are seeing it clearly that you've not gone anywhere or not seen anyone. So instead of an overarching kind of statement, maybe you can dig a little deeper and recall some times that you've done some outings. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Another question is, do you have any strict orders to not be in public, even with a mask from a health professional? Do you have underlying health issues or problems that you have been told by a health professional that you should, even with a mask, not be out in public. Because we're not sitting down face to face, I can't ask you these questions, but everybody can be running these through your filters to see, are you having a difficult time because you are making stories up in your mind because you're feeling the fear, right? Because the mind is going to look for a story to match that feeling, Or do you have a real concern because a health professional has suggested or given you strict orders to not go out in public? Another question is, have you checked with the bike shop to check out their COVID procedures? Many places are going above board and making everyone feel comfortable. My mom is 88. Unfortunately, she doesn't listen to the show because she hasn't figured out how to do it yet. But she has found that all of her outings, especially to any of the healthcare professionals she's had to visit, dentists, eye doctors, etc., have been going above board with their COVID procedures. And also the bank that she had to go and do her some business that she had to do in person with them, they went out of their way. And she was very comfortable with her ability to go into these places and do those things. So check with the bike shop, check all of you who are listening, check with the places that you are going to be going if you are concerned about it. This is doing our due diligence. These are the things we can control. We can check out and make our decision from the information that we gather. And 
if they are seeing other customers and following COVID guidelines, can that make it okay for you too? I'm curious if they are seeing other clients and customers and fitting seats for other people, and those people are all okay with it. Can you take that information in and just sit with it and say, maybe that could make it okay for me too? Maybe this is good enough, right? There's not going to be any perfection and we can't guarantee anything, but you want to settle in with finding that it's good enough. And I know that you mentioned that the seat is very important for you to get on that bike. I know how much that means to you. And that very much may help you to tip the scales to help you decide that this might be an outing that you can do. If not, why not? Tease out if you are avoiding or if you are simply trying to cover all your health bases. That's what you want to do. It may not be perfect, but can you tease it out and see, is this an avoidance? Is this my anxiety, my health anxiety rearing its head? Or am I simply trying to cover all my bases? And after you have covered all your bases, I want you to ask that question again, if you are still fearful. And maybe you can see that you have done enough and that it will be okay. Only you will know. I hope that you will work on that piece. Karen also asked, I realize that I can't control everything and I can only do everything I can to feel safe from my standpoint. I also know the benefit of getting my bike fixed should outweigh the risk of a 60 minute appointment. But do you just feel the fear and do it anyway? After you answer the questions I mentioned earlier, you can find if you are willing to stretch and go forward with an appointment with all the best precautions in order. That is the best you can do, and it is wise to have them in place. There's nothing wrong with considering all those health options and possibilities. This is real. But much of the fear that you are feeling may stem from the long period of time that you have been self-quarantined. And of course, it feels totally off base right now to be venturing out at first, because I know with practice and with a little bit of experimenting, you are going to find you can stretch a little bit. Finally, Karen asks, how do I let go enough to begin living my life again and not let fear take over? This is a great question, as so many people who at first felt a sense of ease from being at home with the COVID restrictions, those introverts, they are now finding that they are entrenched in the idea of not going anywhere and not seeing anyone. This is extreme. And of course, the anxious mind would go to such a place, right? That's where we go. We go to the extremes, the extreme negative. The best medicine here is to start small. As I mentioned earlier, with going to a shop 
or a bank where we don't spend much time. And that can be a great first step to reintegrating into some semblance of living life again. People are going to doctor's appointments and doing other necessary outings and taking the precautions necessary that we know to do and letting that be the best that can be done. There is no guarantee. There's never a guarantee in life. So even without COVID, (laughs) things can happen, but we do the best we can with what we have. And the big part here, Karen, is to then let go of the outcome. Don't carry that what ifing around with you. And it's very individual as we all have our own ideas as to how vulnerable we are to this virus. And we must take that into consideration along with the awareness that our anxious mind may be what's holding us back more than is needed. I really hope that today's episode has been helpful. And if you have a question that you would like to have answered on the show, feel free to send it to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And now for today's quote. Ordinary men hate solitude, but the master makes use of it, embracing his aloneness, realizing he is one with the whole universe. And that's from Lao Tzu. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.